I'm Mary, and this is Talks with My Kids. everyone. Welcome back to Talks with My Kids. We have been off for one cycle, an extra two weeks, uh, trying to catch up from our fall activities and take a little break so that we don't get too crazy. So I would like to welcome back to the podcast and their mics, Ethan. Hi. And Maggie. Hi. My kids, two of them, at least, the ones that can talk. The better ones. <laughs> I'm superior. There's not. It's. Uh, no. It's. It's not a. There's not a contest. I'm, I'm the oldest. I'm the middle child. Yes. Yeah. So you're yeah. literally the worst. The middle is the best part of everything. Ooh. It's not. Cookies. The middle are of the Oreo. The middle of a sandwich. Okay, it's not true that the middle of the Oreo is the best part. Like yes, the it cookies is. are good. The cream was good. So if you, it so wouldn't be an Oreo if there wasn't any so cream. So you could just eat like a pile of the cream. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's called icing, Ethan. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Right, but your brother doesn't like cake. We always have to find some like alternate. I know. That's why Ethan doesn't like me. For him. Oh, it's very, we're getting very philosophical. We've barely begun. Okay, well, so today we are talking about um, a topic that is near and dear to our hearts because we're going through it right now, which is talking about schoolwork and grades and, in particular, parental involvement. Um, Now, I will say as a caveat or as a disclaimer, this is a very specific, stylized discussion specific to our situation, so I'm talking about middle school, high school aged kids, I guess you could probably take some of this and adapt it to your kids that are kind of in the fifth and sixth grade range as you're heading into homework and, and more independent work for your kids. But my kids are, you know, I've been very lucky to have very typical kids. And for my moms out there who are warrior moms that have kids with special needs, who have Um, special needs as far as their education and their learning that that's not what we're talking about today that's an entirely different topic so this is really just you know kids that are kind of going through a typical curriculum I guess what I'm trying to figure out always and especially as the kids are getting older and getting more independent is what is the right mix or the right balance of being involved with your kids, knowing what's going on with their schoolwork, being an advocate and an aide and an encourager, but not being the dreaded helicopter parent, not being overbearing, or not, I think what I'm always like most worried about is that I'm intervening so severely that it's not like an authentic gauge of the kid's skill or grades or whatever. I, you know, I never want to feel like, I mean, it's not like I sit down and do the work for you guys. Cause especially in math, that would probably yield a, a worse grade, but you know, it's hard for me, especially because I am a writer and I write for a living. 
It's hard for me because when you have language arts or English assignments, I want to be involved and I want to help you out. And I'm super excited about it. And like, that's my wheelhouse. But, you know, if I wanted to, or if I thought it was at all a worthwhile exercise, I could take your work and, you know, completely chop it up and fix it and make it like, you know, highfalutin. And that's not like the right exercise that's not the right objective so it's trying to strike the balance of like being there and helping you out but it's still being your work it's still being a good reflection of where you're at and what level you're at so knowing that and we've talked about this before that Maggie and I are more closely aligned in terms of our attitudes our work ethic our anxieties, etc. Ethan, I'll start with you because I feel like we butt heads more on this particular issue. Total honesty, and I know like you don't hold back, but what? How would you rate me? Grade me? What would your criticism be in terms of like my involvement with your schoolwork and intervening or not in terms of the work that you're expected to do? In school. Seven. Can you elaborate? Or eight, seven out of ten. And, and why did I not score a perfect ten? Because, like, that's a C average, and that's, like, not acceptable to me. Well, no, not acceptable or whatever. Um, I don't know. Just, like, um, you're, like, Oh, it's like the beginning of the quarter, and you're like, oh, you don't have a good grade in this class, and I still have, like, two months to get it up, but you're still like, you have to get it up now. Well, and that's a prime example of where you and I differ. I feel like you should always be exerting your best effort, working hard, regardless of where you're at in the quarter, and you're more of a, like... I don't want to say, like, a slow starter, but you don't have, like, the anxieties that I have. And you're okay to just kind of, like, you know, do some work, have some tests, see what you do well, see what you need to work on, and then you ramp up when, it, when you get into, like, the danger zone of, like, okay, now I have to, like, turn it up. And I just feel like if you're able to turn it up and perform at that level to, like, get your grades up to where you think we want you to be. Like, why don't you just perform at that level all the time and get, like, really awesome grades? It's a lot of work to do well. And work I don't want to do. But wouldn't it be nice to just, like, have me off your back and just... And really, maybe it wouldn't even involve, like, the ramp-up level all the time. What if instead of performing at, like... 50%, 80% 50%, 80% of the time, and then doing 110%, 20% of the time, you just, like, did 70% all the time. And then you just, like, be okay, and you wouldn't feel like you had to, like, make up for it on the back end. Um, because I'd rather do barely any work than not have you yell at me about my greed. But do I actually yell? Yell as in, why is your grade so low? Give you a hard time. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, and I will say, like, because I totally admit that I border 
closer to a helicopter parent than not. I got an email at the end of every single day with the averages for both of you for all of your classes. So I can assess on a daily basis where you're at. And I don't talk to you about it every day or even every week. But if something crazy happens, then I will say, hey, what's going on in this class? Are you just like missing a grade that hasn't been entered and that's why your average is low? Or did you bomb a test? Like, you know, do you need help? Like, what can I do for you? And it's not about like, oh, I have some kind of idea that your grades have to be a certain letter. And if you're not accomplishing that, I'm not happy. It's about making sure that you're accomplishing what you need to accomplish, especially in things like math, where the skills build upon each other. So you don't want to like do poorly for a quarter and then try to play catch up because, you know, you, you already have a shaky foundation. So it's not about attaining some, some like letter that's in my mind. It's about doing the best that you can and your grades reflecting not just your effort, but hopefully like your intellect. And I feel like that's like a struggle you and I have because we have different, I mean, there's probably books on this. I'm sure that I should be reading like parenting your child that has a different personality than you. And so I feel like that's where you and I struggle. Is there anything I could be doing differently or in general for parents who are having this kind of like tug of war or struggle with their kids because they have certain priorities or think their kids should be acting in a certain manner and the kids are like, because I feel like your attitude is, dude, I've got this. Like, I don't need your intervention. I'm going to take care of this on my own. Um, I don't know. I guess um, it's like, I don't know, every quarter I always bring my grades up. But you're every single quarter, you're always like, why do you have a grade in this class? And I like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do when I can't just magically fix it overnight. Well, but I'm not usually asking you because I'm expecting you to magically fix things. I'm asking you, like, what happened What and what can I do for you? Because I'm supposed to be, like, one of your tools, one of your one of your resources to succeed. And if I'm not there to like help you out or say, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you try this? Then I feel like I'm not being a good parent. But do you see that the way I see it? Or do you just see it as like policing based on like some faux letter grade that I think in my mind you have to accomplish? Um... I don't even know anymore because it just seems like you always want me to have good grades, but you don't actually care about the grade. Yeah, I just I just want what grade you're receiving to reflect. I mean, not just your effort, but your intellect, and I feel like that's not always like matching up. Um, are we ever going to talk to Maggie? Yeah, we will. And and the other thing too in my defense, if I may suggest such a thing. I do point out to you, or I do compliment you when I'm like, oh, hey, good job on this test, or like, 
right now your grade is like really high in Spanish. And I said, Hey, what, like what's going on in Spanish that you're doing differently because you've had like a really big jump in Spanish. So I feel like I'm not always focused on the negative. Do you feel like I'm focused on the negative? No, but when you are, you're annoying about it. Okay. All right, Maggie, let's cut over to you because whereas Ethan is more of a like, I don't want to say he's gaming the system, but he definitely has his own method about how he approaches what he's doing and how he's doing it and why he's doing it. I feel like your speed or your, not so much your speed, but your cadence is different from his. Like, how is our communication different? How is, how is what you and I are doing and how we're interfacing, like, do you have any ideas about why it's different from what Ethan's doing or do you think it's just like a difference in how you guys work? Um, well, Ethan is more of a I get what grade I get kind of person and I'm the kind of person who's like, I'm going to get this grade and nothing else and I'm going to die if I don't. Um, and you don't really communicate with me about my grades because there's never really anything to talk about. Well, but I mean, we'll talk about like if you need help with something or if you're like stressed about something, I'm you know, stressed about something. I'll try to help you out or, you know, obviously I will defer to Mike if you need help with math stuff or if it was like something like super specific in science, I would encourage you to like talk with your dad about it because, you know, he's better in those areas. So I don't think we like, I mean... We talked about grades earlier today, so before we knew that we were doing this podcast. So we talk about it, but I feel like it's a different context or just, you know. So what is it that you feel like you're doing differently? Because in all fairness, and I'm not saying this to like, you know, live in like a faux universe for the purposes of this podcast, you know, being an easy conversation, but... I think you two are very similar in intellect. So I think you have the same skills, the same abilities, but you have a drastically different work ethic and attitude and approach to things. And one of you stresses me out because it's different from my approach. And one of you, Maggie, it's you. No, it's not. It's me. Like, Maggie still stresses me out, but in a different way. And what it is, is that you do things or worry about things in the same way that I did when I was your age. And I'm, like, you know, watching it in slow motion. Like, don't make the same mistakes I made. Don't freak out. Everything's going to be okay. But, like, you can't see it because you're in the thick of it. And, you know, I'm your mom, so you guys think I'm an idiot. Like, Mm. I'm just you know, making stuff up, but so that's hard for me and frustrating, especially when, you know, you'll get upset about something that's grade related and then storm up to your room. And then Mike looks at me and is like, is it weird having a conversation with yourself? And I'm like, ha ha, but he's right. Because these are all things I have said, all things I've done, like my, the law, you know, my law school dean of students will 
be the first person to be like, oh my gosh, Mary's exhausting because I spent a lot of time crying on her couch about my perception of how grades would be and then, you know, everything would turn out fine. And you have a lot of those same essences. So I, I don't know which is more difficult, parenting a child that's like you or parenting a child that's different from you that you can't, like, relate to. Maggie, is there any recommendations or suggestions you would make to parents who, so, you know, I think your MO is to work really hard, really take everything to heart, really worry about every single number, every single grade, every single day. Do you have any recommendations for parents who have kids like that where we just, we want to take the pressure that you've self-imposed and just, you know, get you to relax or just not worry so much. Like, because I know that the most annoying thing that I can say is don't worry about it, you know, because obviously if you could do that, you would have done it already. So do you have any suggestions for parents about kind of combating that perspective? Um, well, you're right. Never say don't worry about it or there's no need to worry or it's fine if you get a B or it's fine if you don't have a perfect score because that's not true and I want to scream every time you say that. Um, but also, just whenever I'm stressing, I keep doing work and I don't stop ever until I'm done. So the best way to deal with me is to either bring me food or make me watch TV. So not uh, not trying to, like, talk you out of it, but to just, like, support you through it, through the yes, process. and distract me from it. Gotcha. And as far as, like, parental involvement, what's, like, the ideal world? Parents just letting you do your own thing, no involvement, never asking you about, do you have homework, do you have a test, what happened with this grade, whatever, all the way to the other end of the spectrum of... I get your grades every day. Like I went into your home access and what's this test score? What's this? What's going on? What homework do you have tonight? What can I help you? You know, between those two extremes, like what is the right balance for parents to take as their kids get into middle school and high school? And not just knowing that you guys have added pressure, but I feel like parents have added pressure because we now know, especially with you taking high school courses, like, this counts. This is on your transcript. This is what colleges will be looking at. Um, you know, so parents have pressure on their end, and I don't, I don't think kids ever, like, think about that. But what's the right balance between all of those in an ideal world where, you know, kids are running things? Ethan? Uh, definitely not annoying about stuff, because if they really have a problem, they would just come up to you and ask you. But don't you think that most kids wait till it's too late? Don't you think if you, like, asked for help before you got a bad grade on something or before you realized that you were kind of lost in, like, a certain unit, like, wouldn't it be easier to get help along the way rather than to, like, triage, like, a crisis? I mean, I guess it would be helpful, but, like, usually parents don't even know, like, kids are struggling. So, like, I don't know. What's the point? Maggie, what do you think the right balance is? I think it's good for parents to ask, like, when do you have a test? Or 
Are you prepared for it? And do you have homework? Because uh, if you guys never asked about school, if you never asked like what was going on, I would feel like you wouldn't care. And then I probably wouldn't try as hard because if you guys didn't care at all about what happened with my school life, then there'd be really no point. Mm-hmm. Ethan, are you Snapchatting right now? No. I feel like you're Snapchatting. Oh, my God. It's like a one right Maybe you need to, like, take care of the talks with my kids' Snapchat. Like, we're not on Snapchat, but perhaps we should be, and Ethan can be the social media manager. No way I'm Snapchatting. All right. All right. Well, we're probably going to wrap up. Um, this is a short episode because we are um, getting through a crazy week. Ethan is actually still in marching band. He's on an extended season because, much to his chagrin, his high school's football team is excellent, and they just keep winning in playoffs. So Ethan is now a week out from Thanksgiving, still on the marching band field. So it's exciting to us, but maybe not so much to Ethan. Right, Ethan? We have a game this Friday. Yes, Ethan, come back so we can wrap up. What about next Friday? So we would, um, so I would like to say thanks for tuning in as always. We hope that all of you have a great Thanksgiving with your kids and your families. And hopefully you have some really good conversations and even some extended conversations. You can catch up with family uh, over the holidays. Um, Ethan and Maggie will be out and about, but we'll be catching up uh, after they get back so that we can hopefully bust out. Uh, our December 1st episode on the eve of Ethan's 15th birthday. Yay! Ethan's going to turn 15. My queens. My my baby. All right. Well, as always, I want to thank Ethan. Yep. And Maggie. Bye. Thank you for joining me and sharing your thoughts on uh, parents uh, talking about grades and schoolwork. And we will catch up with all of you, hopefully, in December. Enjoy.